Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of All in Tech. I hope you guys are doing great. Today, we're going to be talking about the Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra. So this is going to be uh, the highest end flagship, the, uh, the more powerful of the three, you could say. But they all have the same chipset in this Galaxy S23 lineup. But this one is just a little bit of a mile better than the other two simply because of that s pen the cameras and i'd say the screen because the screen is pretty nice too and there's some design changes that have happened to the s23 ultra despite it looking very very similar to last year so let's get started all right so the s23 ultra this was released alongside the other s22 series and this is uh the top dog of the lineup now if we talk about the body in terms of specifications it does have gorilla glass victus 2 on the front and the back with an aluminum frame or armor armor aluminum as samsung is calling it uh it's supposed to be slightly tougher than normal aluminum uh this does have ip68 water and dust resistance up to 1.5 meters for 30 minutes and they even upgraded the armor aluminum for this year. So it should be tougher for drop for drops and also to sustain um, or actually resist scratches. We'll have to see how that kind of fits into the real world. We have yet to see durability durability tests on this one. Um, and it also has a built-in Bluetooth S Pen, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Now this phone, despite it being very similar to last year, is actually very different. This one has a lot less curve than last year's phone. The back glass is slightly more curved and then around the edges. And then the frame itself on the sides is actually a lot flatter. So what we've been seeing with Samsung, especially last year with the S22, I remember I bought the S22 Plus and instantly it was just like, wow, the sides feel very flat. You know, they feel almost not as flat as the iPhone because the iPhone is definitely straight up flat. Like there is no curvature whatsoever. But with the S22, there was like the hint of a curve. It was slight curved and you can you can still feel it, but it felt mostly, mostly flat. Now this one, They've changed it up a little bit with the S23. Most of the time, it would just be curved to kind of continue off from the front glass into the back curved glass as well. But as you can see, or as you'll be able to see in some videos, it actually is a lot flatter. There's a lot more surface area to grab the phone on the sides. And so it's supposed to give a little bit more of a confident grab rather than just a uh, very slippery phone that we used to have in the past. Now, this one has a little bit more surface area to grab and really uh, tighten the phone so you won't have to worry about it falling out of your hands. Now, moving on to the display, we do have the Dynamic AMOLED 2X 120Hz HDR10 Plus with, with 1200 nits of brightness with 1750 nits of peak brightness. Now, one thing I did like that Samsung did this year was put the highest end brightness on all their phones so the s23 s23 plus and the s23 ultra all have the same peak knit brightness of 1750 
which is fantastic. You know, last year it was just the S22 Plus and the S23 Ultra that had the 1700 nits of peak brightness. They updated it to 1750, which is not that much brighter than last year, but at least they brought it to all three phones instead of the top two. Now, we also have, a, it's the, the size of this uh, screen is 6.8 inches, which is pretty, pretty large. Uh, definitely one of the biggest screens on the market right now. Personally, for me, I don't like big phones. I have had big phones in the past. I've had the S22 Plus, as I mentioned, and that phone was fantastic for watching media and all of that. And if you like doing that, if you mainly just watch YouTube, go on Instagram, TikTok, whatever, all your socials, uh, for a media phone, this phone is amazing. You will have one of the best viewing experiences of any smartphone because it really has that full screen immersion that you really want when you're watching media. Now, for me, it's just a tad bit too big. I use it for mainly things day to day. I watch YouTube and social media, you know, a good portion of the day, like maybe two hours a day, but not like consistently. It's like per breaks and whatnot. And so it's for me, I like watching it, specifically YouTube, but for me, eight six point eight inches is just too big. I've I've looked at the Ultra in person and I'm like, I could not. Like you this is a two hand phone. Like it straight up is unless you got big hands. If you got big hands, then obviously it makes sense to go with the biggest phone in the lineup. Unfortunately, that's gonna cost you twelve hundred dollars, which is ridiculous, but we'll talk more about the price later. Now, we do have a resolution of fourteen forty by thirty. 88 so you will have that quad hd resolution that you are missing on the s22 and s22 or s23 and s23 plus that kind of sucks i remember the s10 i think was the last time or actually technically technically the s20 was the last time they offered quad hd on the normal phones and that was only on the under the condition that you couldn't use 120 hertz at the same time which was kind of stupid you know, they could do it. If they could do it on the Ultra, they could do it on these other two phones. But, you know, they want you to pay more for their highest end flagship. So they're not going to let you have that option, which is a very Apple kind of move for me. That's what it gives me the same vibe. Now, moving on, we do have uh, the phone is running on Android 13 with One UI 5.1, which is the latest software from Samsung. Currently, uh, from the looks of it, in my S21 that I have right now, I sold my S22, unfortunately, but I have the S21. I bought the S21 because I, I wanted to try that phone forever. And so I found the S21, and this one does have the latest software. I don't know if it's 5.1, but it is 5.0. So it's running Android 13 with Samsung's latest UI. It doesn't have the 0.1, but I don't know how much that 0.1 version is really going to make much of a difference. Um, but it's still really cool that Samsung has been offering updated or updates to their older smartphones because this is from 2021. Samsung would usually give up around this time, maybe next year, but this one still has one more year of life, if not two, if I'm not wrong, which is incredible. I'm very happy about that. The S21 and S21 Plus are still excellent buys. The S21 Ultra, I think, is still an excellent phone for the money. I think you can find them for around $500 on Amazon and eBay for like refurbished phones. And even then, it's excellent. I think it's still a great value. The S20, 
um, let's go back to the S23 Ultra. Now, we do have the Snapdragon uh, 8 Gen 2, which, again, I hate the naming. I will always say that. It was good how they had it. The 865, the 875, they should have done. They should have kept that numbering going. Anyway, so you have the Snapdragon 8 Gen 2. And so it's just going to be a quick performance. Again, uh, I remember one YouTuber, your average consumer, he said it really well. It's like, it's honestly so dull to talk about the performance on any smartphone that is released in the past two, three years because they're honestly so powerful. They handle everything perfectly. You know, you have uh, like everything native to the phone is very well optimized. It launches and closes quickly. It runs apps very well. Games are more than adequately powered by those chipsets. You can play any game on them and they'll really be fine. You'll have an excellent gaming experience. And so we've ended up at like kind of like a plateau for smartphone smartphone performance. And this is going to be something that might continue for the next couple of years because we have just hit, seemingly hit this performance peak. And it's really kind of interesting because now the performance, you know, back in the past, the performance was like the biggest one of the biggest differentiators of each year. Every new phone was more powerful, it was quicker, it was faster. And so now every phone is just fast. You know, I've looked at my, I've used my Samsung S22 or S21 um, for games and all of that. And then I do the same apps on my iPhone 13 Pro and they run the same way, honestly. They really do. And it's not like one struggles or whatever. It doesn't. It handles everything really well. And I'm more than adequately. And this is something that I do for you know a living. This is, I edit videos. I take pictures. I do a lot of uh, testing of these phones. And everything that I throw at it, the heavy apps, the video editing, the photo editing, it handles it well. I still do schoolwork as well. And it handles it like nothing. These phones are a powerhouse. Even the smaller S22s, S21s, S23s, uh, those are just as powerful as this Ultra, except with the exception of the S Pen, right? You know, the S Pen gives you a lot more functionality for those who know how to use it. Now, this does have the Adreno 740 GPU. And moving on to the memory. So you do not have expandable memory, unfortunately. They got rid of that. What was that with the S22, S21, S21, I think it was kind of sucks. They didn't bring it back and they haven't brought it back since then. I remember my S22 didn't have expandable memory, uh, but you do have the starting 256 gigabytes on the Ultra with eight gigs of RAM. And you also have 256 gigabytes with 12 gigs of RAM, which I think that one is more than sufficient unless you really need that storage. Uh, you can also go to 512 gigabytes with 12 gigs of RAM or the highest end version, which is one terabyte with 12 gigs of RAM, which I think is overkill. I think if you want 12 gigs of RAM, might as well go with the 256 version. I had the S22 Plus with the 256 version and it never really had a problem. I never ran out of storage on that phone. Uh, like it's crazy and I take a lot of photos like you wouldn't believe I screenshot memes like just like a lot of people um I take photos of random things I download a lot of apps and I still didn't run out of storage I was like maybe a little bit over halfway by the time I sold it 
And so it's crazy to me that anyone would need really more than 256. Maybe someone might need 512, but anything more than that, I think you should just get an SSD uh, that has like a terabyte, like that Samsung T7 um, SSD, which is amazing. I really want to get one of those. And I just don't see the point, but maybe you have a niche little uh, need that that specific specification fulfills. Now, this is running the latest UFS 4.0 storage, which is fantastic. Uh, moving on to the main camera, we do have the probably the biggest thing that people will be talking about, which is the 200 megapixel camera. So this is the main sensor and it is absolutely huge. Obviously, this is one of the biggest cameras on the market right now, along with another Xiaomi phone, if I'm not wrong. And you also have laser autofocus, optical image stabilization, um, and a lot of other goodies with AK recording. And I mean, it's just insanity. The next camera is a 10 megapixel telescope, telescope, <laughs> telephoto lens. And this does have iOS, iOS, OIS. I am mixing up my words today. And this is capable of 10 times optical zoom for those high quality moon shots. You also have another 10 megapixel telephoto lens. This one's capable of three times optical zoom. It does have OIS for the stable shots. And then the fourth camera, a 12 megapixel um, ultra wide lens. This one, I mean, this is one of the most powerful camera setups in the world of smartphones. Like it's incredible. You have a hundred times zoom on this thing, a hundred times zoom. You can literally take pictures of the moon. And even with 50 times zoom, you can take a pretty good, pretty nice picture of the moon as well. Like I have 30 times zoom on my S21 and I take it out occasionally to go 30 times. It's not nearly as refined. I mean, I had the S22 plus and now I have the S21 ultra and I mean, S21 ultra, S21. And it's crazy. The amount, like they just, the amount of improvement was night and day for night photography, night video, and zoom, the quality of the zoom. It was night and day, I kid you not. It is far less quality on this S21 than I found on my S22 Plus. I mean, it was crazy, the camera difference. And so this is going to be even better, bigger sensor, more quality, uh, more information captured. Uh, most people aren't going to shoot in this 200 megapixel mode, but it's good to know that you have that 200 megapixel mode if, in case you need to crop in or whatever to maintain that detail. Um, but it's most likely going to default to 12 megapixels if I'm not wrong. Now, we for video recording capabilities, you do have, like I mentioned, 8K at 24 and 30 frames per second, which, if I, itch, itch, which is uh, new for this... Uh, this new frame rate for AK used to be just 24 frames. And now they added the option of 30 frames per second. Now you also have 4K, 30, and 60, which is normal uh, 1080p at 30 and 60. Uh, and so that's excellent video recording capabilities. This camera just can just do it all. It really does all very well. It's not specifically good at just one thing. It's good at everything. And... It's not like the iPhone where you're known for taking high quality video or the Pixel with their excellent cameras for photography. This one just does it all really, really good. 
just doesn't excel in one area, but it does everything well, which I think is the perfect balance. Moving on to the selfie camera. So this one is a 12 megapixel lens. And this one was also downgraded from around 30 or 40 megapixels. I can't remember. I find it kind of weird. Definitely, it's um, it's kind of like, okay, a strange decision. You know, Ultra is like supposed to push the boundaries of everything and make everything big. But they shrunk the camera lens to 12 megapixels, which I found kind of strange. You can record 4K, 30, 60 frames per second, 1080p, 30, and 60 as well. And for the loud, for the speakers, you do have stereo speakers. There is no headphone jack. You only have that adapter USB-C to headphone jack, which is, it should come in the box if they're going to take away the headphone jack. But it is what it is. You know, Samsung being this new version of Samsung that I'm not very, not, I'm not liking them very much, um, to be honest with you. Moving on for connections, you do have Wi-Fi 6E with Bluetooth 5.3, and this does have NFC with the latest USB-C 3.2 port, which is fantastic. Uh, you also have, for biometrics and security, the fingerprint underneath the display just keeps getting better and better every year. And um, you also have face unlock, which is, again, not the most secure thing, but it's just there for convenience. And you also have your pin pattern, pin pattern, password, whatever you want to use. Moving on, you do have that beautiful Samsung DeX and wireless DeX. So you have both versions of DeX, which is great for whatever your need may be at that specific moment. And basically what DeX is, is you can make your phone into a computer screen. So you plug in your phone um, and you connect your phone to your, to your laptop and it could be wired or it could be wireless. In this case, it could be both. Some phones from the past, like the S22, S21s, they can do it as well. And I think the S10s as well. They can all do it, but wired. So you have to use the USB-C cables and whatnot. But nonetheless, it's still a pretty cool thing. Now, we also have, moving on to the battery, we have a 5,000 milliamp hour battery, which I think has gotten slightly better than last year because... You know, Samsung for the past couple of years have gotten criticism for lackluster battery life when there's a big battery underneath that phone under the hood. And I think it seems to have gotten slightly better per the reviews that I've heard. Now, you do have 45 watt wired charging and you should get around 65% in 30 minutes. Also, you have 15 watt wireless charging and 4.5 watt reverse wireless charging. Again, nothing astounding, but it is an overall feature-rich charging experience because you have a lot of options and it's just a cool thing. Again, just a well-rounded charging technology into the phone. Now, we also have four colors, phantom black, green, cream, lavender, graphite, sky blue, which this one is going to be a Samsung exclusive, as well as the ones that I'm going to be talking about. Uh, lime and red. So you do have those phones in those colors, but those are going to be Samsung exclusive. The ones that are not Samsung exclusive are Phantom Black, Green, Cream, Lavender, and Graphite. Actually, Graphite is, I think. But for me, the personal color would be Cream. Honestly, Samsung should go back to making gold phones like they did with the S7, I think. 
like that was just beautiful. I, I really like gold phones. My next phone is going to be gold uh, if I can find one. Um, but it's just of such a lovely, elegant color. Now, the price. This is where it gets a little a little heavy for a lot of people. Brace yourself. This one costs $1,200. So $1,200 buys you, if I'm, uh, I think, a couple days in Hawaii or an S23 Ultra. I don't know which one you want, but I'd rather take Hawaii over a very stupidly expensive phone. There's a lot of phones that undercut the Ultra in just value. You know, you have a lot of other phones from Xiaomi and a lot of Chinese manufacturers, including the Pixel 7 Pro. Uh, it really undercuts the the value of the Ultra because it just offers more and not at a stupid price. They go for a reasonable price around seven, eight hundred dollars. And it's still cheaper by like three, four hundred dollars than the S21 Ultra or S23 Ultra. So the S23 Ultra is not cheap. And if you get like the higher end configurations of storage, it's only gonna get a hundred dollars more expensive from there. Which I think is crazy. They're definitely copying Apple in that sense. Uh, charging for uh, expensively, expensively they're charging for upgrading storage. They didn't do that. They only off. They only made you pay like fifty dollars more, maybe or thirty dollars more for a storage upgrade. I can't remember. But now they're charging like a hundred ish more dollars just for a storage upgrade, which I think is ridiculous. They do offer a free storage upgrade when you pre-order. Um, but that's like limited. So if you're going to have like a limited thing, it's not really for everyone then. And so that's what kind of sucks, I guess. But anyway, that has been the S23 Ultra. Oh, wait, I forgot to talk about the S Pen. So the S Pen built-in stylus into the phone allows you to sign papers, documents, whatever you need to that's online and like a PDF version. And you can definitely do that if you need to sign a paper in PDF form. You don't even have to print it out. You don't even have to do anything. Just download it on the phone, sign your name with the pen, send it back and through email, and you're good to go. You save a lot of time. And it, I, I think it's really handy. I've had, um, I have an S Pen for my Galaxy Book 360. And that one has actually saved me a couple of times. I have had to sign papers. And I just grab my pen, I sign the name on the paper and send it back. And I'm just like, that is so cool. I don't have to print it out, take a picture, then upload it, then send it. No, I just sign it, download, send. Very simple. I don't even have to get up. And it's so cool because it's so handy, saves you time. And that's what the S Pen is there for. You also have like the air gestures, which is cool. I think that that's something that very few people use. But if you like using it, you know, like Flossie Carter, he likes to do the WAP. I personally would probably use it like that because, you know, if you have it on a stand of some sort, you can just switch videos without touching the phone. And you can do it from a distance, relatively uh, sizable distance, as long as you're in Bluetooth range. And again, the S Pen, you either like it or you don't care for it. Love it or don't care for it. That's kind of like the two sides of this, which is pretty crazy. But for me, I've had... I've never had a note phone, which might surprise a lot of you. I've never had a note device 
the I was so close to getting the S20 or the Note 20 Ultra and I really wanted to get that phone. But now that phone is officially three, almost three years old. And I don't know how I feel about getting a three-year-old phone that at the time was criticized for its bad battery. <laughs> and so, or questionable battery. I mean, I could do the replacement, you know, but I'd rather not have to replace the battery. Um, yeah, so it is what it is. I still want a Note phone, and I want to get the. I want to get an Ultra phone because that's you know basically the Note phone now that they discontinued the Note series, which is unfortunate. But at least we have the S Pen still surviving spiritually, or the Note spiritually through the S series Ultra phones, which I think I'm gonna call it a Note phone. It basically is a Note phone. The square design. I mean, you're not lying to anybody, Samsung. It is a Note phone. It's not the S series. And anyway. So that was it for this one. I hope you guys enjoyed. I will see you guys in the next one. Till then, peace.